Hello, everyone. Welcome back. My name is Brace Harris. And I'm Victoria Fenton. And we are... Unveil. All right. We're here again. Yes, we are. Uh, today's topic is fun. It actually started yesterday. <laughs> yes. And we went in. We were We were actually trying to record a podcast and... We were a good like seven minutes in. And it was like, <laughs> yeah, we were, we got stuck. I think I got stuck more than anything, mm. but in my stuckness, we, we stopped and kind of recalibrated and got into a really amazing conversation, which is more so what today's podcast, the door, the door just slammed, the door just and if, shut. And if you're, if you were listening to last week's podcast, you'll also know that Victoria is terrible at turning her computer on to do not disturb mode as well. So she's just doing that too. So there'll be no more disturbances. <laughs> <laughs> and like we've said before, we can't actually be bothered to cut. So <laughs> Right. Um, but yeah, we got into a really great conversation about this topic that we're going to bring up today. And uh, we learned a few things about what we already kind of mm. knew about it. Mm-hmm. But then we were actually able to to write it down and, mm. and really look at it. So so hopefully, um, we won't get stuck after seven minutes. Today. Exactly. And I just want to highlight on that, and this is totally not relevant to the podcast topic in and of itself. But we have such an organic business building sense that when we get to stuckness, we're we're not the kind of people who are just going to sit there and flog it to death. And I think because of my understanding in human design and knowing who we are and how we work, that when we hit stuckness, we just stop and do something different so that we've got the space that when it's flowing, it just flows. And like, we've just had a bit of a brainstorm and you gave me one idea and like two minutes later, we had a whole thing. And it's like, if you're one of those people, and this is kind of relevant to today's topic, but if you're one of those people who operates in that kind of pulse function of sometimes it's working and sometimes it's not, let's all just be a bit kinder to ourselves in the time when it's not, because it's yeah. not like a terrible problem. It just, there's sometimes creativity, in particular creativity and inspiration, is not always there. It's not supposed to be. Right. And if we catch ourselves trying to force it, that's only going to bog it down and actually make that stall mm-hmm. last longer. Mm-hmm. You really, mm-hmm. really just have to let go of the need to be able to do it and the need to be able to do it right. And then all of a sudden you've literally freed up all this extra space Mm -hmm. for that creativity or or whatever it might be to, to flow through, which Mm -hmm. is great. So it's counterintuitive almost in, especially in today's society. Right. But it's essential. Mm. (laughs) It's essential lesson for each of us. But today's topic. Today's topic. And so <laughs> today's topic, we, as people will know, if you're a long time listener, long time, I mean, we've had like 10 episodes, but hi, um, we have a whiteboard. Yes, we do. <laughs> today's topic on our whiteboard is, um, <laughs> it's not linear, shall we say. Mm, <laughs> far from it. There's a lot of Victoria's writing in red and purple with like lines and circles everywhere. So we're going to try and make sense of it. But today's topic is a huge one. And it's a huge one because people obsess about it. And today's topic is what is purpose mm-hmm. and how to find it. Mm, big one. Big one. What is purpose? And I think so many different people. And this is, <clears throat> excuse me, what we kind of ran into yesterday that's, that stalled us out a little bit. It's defining what purpose is initially and understanding that it's different for different people Mm. like uh, victoria has a um i wouldn't say mm, would you say different i think where we got to was that it absolutely isn't different i think what yeah i think the main difference yesterday that we came up against is for you purpose is a sense of something it's like a sensation yes and for me because of partly where i've been in my life and we mentioned human design already but also gene keys which i'm also deeply involved in i have another linear progression of thinking about it so Mm. i kind of had language to lend to what was your instinct around it. Yes. And I think that's kind of where we ended up. Yes. And both, and funnily enough, both of those combined created a very powerful um, way of explaining it mm-hmm. for the both of us, where it both very much resonated and very much made sense. And we're hoping that sharing all our insights... And our, and our conversation. So I think yeah. we did this yesterday. And, and people will know, like, we have been in several places with this podcast. We're really genuinely open books. So we do share our process, including door slams and do not disturb modes. Um, but we, when we were having this conversation yesterday, we got into one of our kind of metaphysical discussions that we've had 
throughout our friendship and that were really part of the thing that made us want to go, oh, let's record a podcast in the first place. Mm -hmm. And we kind of got back to that point of like, we don't need to present ourselves as experts on every topic. We (laughs) want to share our process because particularly with topics like this where there really isn't a right answer. There's no factual truth. There's no, this is the way it is. It's like, let's explore. Let's not just deliver a lecture. Let's explore together. And so we hope that our exploration and the questions that we will ask that are going to be open-ended help you to unlock some pathways in your own brain which will allow you to think about this sort of stuff. Because chances are, if you thought about purpose at all, you'll have thought about it in context of, oh, it's something that you should be living, but I'm probably not, and what is it? What's mine? What's my life's purpose? Not, let's actually look at purpose. Let's look at what it is and what it isn't and see whether there's something in this which allows your purpose to be more of a journey and an evolution, mm-hmm. hate the J word, but you know, journey mm-hmm. and evolution, um, than a fixed state. Okay, well, let me ask you, what purpose is not? Right. Do you want to start there? Yeah, totally, because yeah. I think this is how we got to it yesterday, because we went back to our whiteboard when we got stalled on the whole conversation. Actually, like about two hours later, we went back to it. And I started writing as you were talking to me and I wrote down the words that you were saying. And we kind of, I wrote down four words, you know, purpose, meaning, vocation and work. And kind of what we realized as we thought about that is that those were different things. Those were completely different things. Right. And yet somehow within the context of all of them, purpose was revealed revealed yes and i think that you know <laughs> and we're off <laughs> <laughs> and it is this crazy stuff that i love to think about and so do you and it's mm-hmm. like this like you, you said to me once when i wrote down the vocation word you said help me understand what you mean by this and this is so important people we all have different attachments to words we literally are designed to label things we spoke about this in our last podcast but it helps us to label things, but we all have a different labeling system. And this is a repeating narrative. I listened to our communication podcast the other day and it's like, yeah, the way you say things is not necessarily the way somebody needs to hear them. Within language, there's so many different constructs that we need to break all these words down. So the one thing that purpose I would say is not is what you actually do for a job, <laughs> always. Right, and uh, and that seems to be some people's definition of it is like my purpose must be what I do every day for a living and and so on and so forth right and it's like that's actually not the case Mm. Um, I think it goes much deeper than just your job your job is what you do to make money so that you can take care of your basic needs Mm -hmm. and there are certain people who literally their purpose their life's purpose is so split off from that job mm-hmm. that the job literally is just the financial provider for them to achieve their purpose right i think one of the examples that i brought up yesterday is um you know the prophets a lot of the prophets their purpose was to spread the word and what they actually did for their job to make money to live to eat was either um you know uh living from people opening their doors and if that wasn't happening Mm -hmm. which i'm sure happened a lot that they had to have a regular job Mm. i mean some of these men were fishermen uh other other men there was someone specific that i was studying but he weaved baskets right like he weaved baskets and that's how he made his money and then his purpose was spreading the word and So that's the difference difference. that we're talking about here. And I think that it becomes, particularly in in our world of personal development and inner work, it can become a little bit more cross-pollinated than that. So I think within our work, you know, as we're coaching people one-to-one, as we're like giving of ourselves in that coaching relationship, it's kind of our purpose. Purpose, yeah. But it's also our job. Job, yes. And I think that we at Unveil have a greater overarching purpose that we are always attentive to Mm -hmm. that is revealed in everything that we do but is bigger than that. It's like the umbrella motivation or the umbrella goal or purpose or something, whatever word you want to use that makes sense to you. It's the umbrella holding energy which then everything else is filtered through and mm-hmm. works towards. So everything that we do is through that lens. Yeah. And, well, and I think we have a very unique um, opportunity mm-hmm. 
to be able to incorporate both and. Right. Which is really great for us. And there are a lot of people out there who get to do that, but there are a lot of people who do not. And if you do not, that is okay. It's It's totally okay. Actually, I think it, when purpose Mm -hmm. um, is found and, and you're living it, it matters not whether it's through your job or with or or without Mm. so yeah and i i want to just put a pin in that as well because i'm going to come back to that a bit later because that i love that you said that and i totally believe that and there's another layer to that but i don't want to kind of take us too off track sure 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 sorry yeah no 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 don't don't apologize (laughs) no it's not keeping you it's keeping me from going into like crazy enthusiasm of like i'll go off on tangents yeah Yeah. tributaries and yes the whole nine but it it, it, sometimes i think it would be easier if we weren't doing sole purpose jobs because like it, there's a lot of weight on this. Mm-hmm. So mm. last night I literally, we'd finished working, I handed my puppy back <laughs> and mm. then I had to go and like do some inner work on myself because this business that we're building is an expression of our stuff, our souls. Mm. And so actually having them t- so dovetail together means that the onus is on us to do the work all the time. Yes. Um, otherwise yes, the business is. doesn't work and no, the clients don't come. And and so, you know, there's some, something to be said for the nine to five and the salary and all that kind of stuff. Um, but irrespective of whether you're in those in the privileged position that we believe we are in terms of the two overlap or whether they're totally separate, the one thing that we can say is that purpose is not solely the work you do. It can be fulfilled and achieved by some of the work you do, but there has to be more to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and my sense is that the the sense of purpose has become a goal in the inner development mm, landscape. It's yes, like, very much so. I need to be living my purpose. Yeah. I need to be like, achieving it. Because I feel in that people are also looking for uh, security and safety. If I know what my purpose is, if I can be living and doing that, mm-hmm. then there's a safety in that. And it's like, I don't feel like my life is slipping through my fingers and yeah. I'm just only, you know, working nine to five. Not that there's anything wrong with that, yeah. but I want there to be more. It's like the, the meaning of life. Well, you literally took the words out of my mouth. Yes. And it's like, that's exactly the thing. Or that, the meaning of my life. Exactly. And that whole sense of meaning, again, we saw yesterday when we walked through this is that that too is different from purpose. Yes. But it feeds into purpose. And so I think when people are trying to find their purpose, what they're really trying to find is their why. Their why for living, their why for existing, their why for keeping going. Mm -hmm. And that's meaning. I mean, we're right back at Viktor Frankl and Man's Search for Meaning. And he nailed it. And there's a reason why his work from, you know, the 1940s is still totally relevant because what he tapped into was this innate sense within every human just somewhere there is a sense that it has to mean more than nothing Mm. and we had a whole conversation about nihilism (laughs) Nihilism, yes and it's like maybe you believe that it means nothing but realistically the drive within all of us humans and let's face it we could all be wrong but there is this inner sense and this communal sense that there has to be meaning behind some of the stuff that we well, all of the stuff that we do in life. Otherwise, what is the actual point? What is the actual point? Well, and it's 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 a funny thing because people get to decide what makes a life have meaning. There you go. And it's like you're way more in charge than you think you are, guys. <laughs> right. And we we almost recorded a podcast, and we will do it at some point, about children, about having children, not having children, when you can't have children, all that kind of stuff. Because Mm. a lot of people think children is the meaning of life. And genetically, we'd be hard-pushed to argue against that. You know, we are genetically born to procreate. Um, But I know that I've seen, and I'm sure that you have too, people who've had a child within a relationship to try and give their relationship more meaning, and it hasn't worked. Because it's not children innately that give life meaning. There's something more in that for the couple that are having that child. Um, but other people find meaning in, I don't know, social justice stuff and all those kinds of things. And some people find meaning in just waking up every morning and appreciating every single sunrise, every single sunset, every single moment. Mm-hmm. But you get to choose. Yes. <laughs> so like, let's just be a bit personal, like Brace. Uh. What gives your life meaning? Okay. Um, what, you didn't know I was going to ask that, by the way. <laughs> what gives my, my life meaning? So for me, 
what gives my life meaning is actually has been determined by how my life has gone. Mm -hmm. My experiences in my life, Mm. because it's unique to me. What gives me meaning is helping others. Mm -hmm. I struggled a lot, or I felt like I struggled a lot internally. Mm. Like I had, you know, a very blessed life, but my heart was never aligned for a myriad of reasons. Mm. And I have slowly over the past, you know, 30, 40 years been able to work that out Mm. um, and still working on it. Mm -hmm. Still working on it. The the work never ends, guys. (laughs) Welcome. The work work never ends. Right. Um, But it's good and you get better and you learn more. And my meaning comes in giving people almost not necessarily a shortcut to that, Mm. but a a guided tour of almost it's almost like nostalgia we take our experiences you know and we pull it out of the trash can we unfold it and we try to paint over the ugly parts and then we you know try to offer it as more than it was worth to us when we experienced it and that's what I try to do for others it's like these are the mistakes I've made or these are the things that I've learned Mm. um maybe this will be helpful to you to give you a shortcut to a greater experience of your life where you don't have to learn necessarily the hard way Mm. because learning the hard way takes a long time and it hurts Mm. a lot so would it be fair to say that your a a part of your meaning if not all of it is leaving the world but more specifically the people in it a bit better off than you found it of course I, yes, I very much think so. And the way that I do it is specific to me because of my life. Yeah. And, you know, it's going to be specific for this guy or that woman, mm. specific to their life. Because mm. a lot of the things that we experience uh, determine a lot of what we end up actually doing mm. Mm. in life. So you are basically, in essence, well, if you want to really get into it, like... Your experiences, what the universe has provided or given you as your circumstances influences what your quote unquote purpose actually could be or the meaning for you moving and doing what you're doing Mm. is presented to you. So it's almost like the, the universe infuses you Mm. as an entity Mm -hmm. with opportunity to pull meaning from what you're experiencing does Mm -hmm. that yeah does that make sense i don't know if i'm explaining it yeah no no it makes sense and i think that speaks to the what makes something have meaning to you is is self-determined it's like Mm. it's yeah but self who's the self like the universe moving through you or yourself or whatever but or is it a combination of of everything and something but i'm interested So if your meaning is to leave the world a little bit better than you found it uh-huh. and the people in it, yes. give them a little bit more fortune, mm-hmm. is that your purpose? I think it's part of it. There we go. And that's the thing that we got to yesterday. I don't it's think like, it's just one thing. It's not just one yeah. thing. And so for me, that sense of purpose... We tend to talk about it in in personal development circles as if purpose has some kind of agency to it, as in, I will find my purpose, then I will live out my purpose, and then I will have achieved my purpose. And it's like, I don't see purpose like that at all. Mm. I genuinely believe that there is a... There's a sense within us that there is something greater than us, whether we want to go into the metaphysical kind of stuff and any any greaterness or just recognizing that there are other humans on the planet is is sensing that there's there's people there's things that are greater than us and what i feel about purpose is that there's very much this calling that we have from within us this vocation this kind of like drive to do something Mm -hmm. and usually that's hidden in the pain that we've experienced yeah and that's not just for people who are operating in this supportive role that we are it generally is necessary universal that people feel this yeah. it's like the the grit within a, a, 
an oyster. Yeah, if you want to get a pearl. Yeah. Right. And it's like that grit is the bit that evolves us and that drives us forward. So actually, the drive is a really super selfish one. That vocation, that calling is I need to I need to feel better. I need to fix. I need to I need to evolve. But that then transforms into the meaning, which is then I have now evolved sufficiently to be able to share of my experience such that other people have my wisdom and don't have to start from the same grain of grit. Right. They're starting from a step on. Which also means that the way that I was was not good enough. It was not where I needed to be. It was not sufficient enough. I needed something else outside myself mm-hmm. to make to make me better. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, no. That's actually not what it is. You have always been the best version of you in any given moment. Mm-hmm. So but the essence of improvement that sense that we all have of it could be drive. better it could be better it yeah. could be better it's innate. I've never met a single human being that is totally satisfied with exactly where they are. Right. But to be honest, <laughs> it's a total flipping myth. And I realized so deeply last night as I was kind of off the back of all these contemplations it's like purpose builds as a net result of what we've spoken about thus far so you have this desire to inwardly fix and Mm. we can be coachy about it and go oh nothing needs fixing everything is perfect as it is and that's all true but there is that inward desire to evolve to improve to polish one's edges Mm -hmm. so that gives you this calling transferring that into other people is the meaning it's like oh I've done this work have this meaning so and that meaning could be through through the social justice stuff like if you're some environmental campaigner that's come because you've experienced the pain of destroying the environment and you want to change the world for the better that's the meaning of it but purpose it's like it contains both of those things and i genuinely believe that purpose is something that happens as a byproduct of you locking into your vocation right discovering what gives life meaning right and continuing to walk through life right because purpose from my perspective is a bigger picture thing yeah it's, purpose is born of the others yeah the meaning yeah, yeah. yep vocation calling yes and so the vocation and the meaning the, the vocation is very ego it's very us it's very my journey the the meaning tends to be transpersonal it tends to be as we offer that to the world and to the immediacy around us the people or you know social media stretch these days but it's a it's a more inner circle thing purpose is kind of the net result of what happens within consciousness like the greater consciousness as you just walk forwards in your life from listening to that call and pursuing imbuing your life and others lives with meaning so would it be fair to say that purpose is also what you personally add to that greater mission that's what i think it is I think, in fact, I think if we want to define purpose, purpose is what you, through living your existence, add to consciousness. And in order to get to that point, we naturally need the grit in order to find, specifically for us, the individual, what that is Mm -hmm. for us. I believe Uh there's two sides to this story. Fire away. I think that the way we've been talking about it thus far and everything that you've just said is absolutely true. I also think that your purpose is still being fulfilled if you're one of those people who never finds the grit, never does the work, never shows up oh, to... yeah. Like, who are we to say mm-hmm. that purpose is only within the world that we live in? The people who do the work, the people who show up, the people who want to give back to the whole, the people who are... Like, maybe your purpose is to work as a barista, drawing smiley faces on Starbucks coffee mugs for your entire life, because someday the person that comes in there that's having a really crappy day, you've drawn a smiley face and their name and you spelt it correctly for the first time ever. And they have a moment where they don't commit suicide. And then they go on to create, I don't know, a cure for cancer. Like these little things that we see as not purposeful enough. Purposeful enough. Mm. Fuck that. Yeah. Which is now me having to put an explicit warning on this podcast. But honestly, fuck that. Because... Purpose doesn't have to be some self-aggrandized, it has to be meaningful to the greater whole. Mm. Because we tend to think that that means changing the fucking world. Right. How do you know you're not changing the world by drawing a smiley face on someone's Starbucks cup? The butterfly effect. That plus you have no idea how that smile that you give someone walking down the street makes a difference. 
And conversely, if you're a dick to someone, you've no idea what that impact is. You're still fulfilling your purpose. Because, and this is what I, I play this game with my clients all the time, but like take it to the nth degree. So that person was a dick to you. So you're feeling slightly miserable. So you're not quite focusing. And then you get into a car accident because you're just a bit miserable because somebody's been an idiot to you. And then the person who you crash into happens to be somebody who has the perfect opportunity for you as a job and then takes you into their business and suddenly your entire life's changed. All from a really negative start point. Right. So taking out what we define as good or bad yeah. is essential to seeing the greater picture as opposed to, oh, what am I experiencing right in this split second moment yeah. that is fleeting and passing. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. And and taking the full on damn pressure off purpose. It's like, mm-hmm. how do you know? Or taking the pressure off yourself. Right. To even find it. You're doing it each and, each and every, every moment. moment. And I think the things that you cannot be doing each and every moment are vocation and are you working on yourself and meaning it does your life I think you can not be doing those things but in not doing those things you are absolutely Surely, fulfilling for your purpose yeah, for the greater wh- whole for what you're supposed to be doing in that in moment this, in for the the greater, the greater whole yeah, yeah the just, I was like yeah, yeah. yeah sorry <laughs> no 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 I was like I'm just gonna repeat this yeah. thing she just said <laughs> well and this is it and so sometimes for this you need to have that concept that there is a greater whole you know consciousness and right and but it doesn't matter what your belief system is if you believe in a god whether that's of any denomination Mm -hmm. god doesn't make mistakes Mm -hmm. i don't i don't care which religion we're walking in Mm -hmm. there's no mistakes so if god has allowed for something quote-unquote bad to happen it's not oh that person's not living their purpose and that person is because they're doing the good thing it's generally how do we get this soup of consciousness to evolve right and then you have the question you know, if God is allowing or not allowing things to happen, what is the purpose of God, which also gets thrown in there as well? Mm-hmm. And it's like, is it just like us? I don't know. I, 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 you're gonna have to answer this one. I have, I have no idea. It was just a thought that came in. I don't really have an answer. I didn't really think it through before what? I said anything. And I was it, just like, huh. But Let's this just is the say thing it. That you, this is the perceived wisdoms that we don't ever question because it's like we attribute design and agency to God. Yes. And therefore, there must be a purpose. But what we entrust God with is an omniscience mm-hmm. to know the full picture. Right. And I think we as human beings, we're always striving to be God. Right. Like it's just inbuilt oh, in yeah. us. Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. But what we can't ever do is have that omniscience because we just don't. No. Right. And it's, so we get to just enjoy our ignorance. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so funny. One of the things that <clears throat> continues to come back to me is because I'm a believer. Mm-hmm. I believe in God, that God exists. And one of the things that I continue to come back to is I'm always doubting, always questioning, always, always like have these existential conversations with others or myself. And, you know, it's like, if I believe this omnipotent, omniscient being exists, I have a really hard time trusting some of the things, like, because I can trust all the the science part of it. It's like, I believe that there is an intelligent design to the universe, which is (laughs) something that my brain can't even begin to comprehend Mm -hmm. and but I'm worried about where my next meal is going to come from or Mm -hmm. my next paycheck Mm -hmm. and you know and then you could and I'm now I'm just talking and then you could flip it around and be like well you those are things that some people definitely have to worry about Mm -hmm. and it's like where is God for them or not for them. And it's like, oh, then we get into what is, hmm, oh, wow. Now this has turned into a, a, a theological conversation. Which I love because I'm I'm not a, a subscriber to any religion, any organized religion, mm. whether Christianity or anything like that. But you and I can have a conversation and we both believe the same thing in essence, which is there is a design to the universe and there is a there's a greater sense of the whole. I think the benefit that I have of not having a 
kind of entity at the head of that. There mm. isn't a creator. Mm-hmm. Doesn't change the fact that I believe it's intelligently designed and there is a purpose to it all, etc. But it allows me not to see the absence of that creator in hardship. So right. when it comes to and that's the goes back to the defining things as good or bad. Or bad. And it's I like think they just are right. And there I think people an with isness. this belief in God, I think if they could step into the um, kind of de-entitizing de- 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 it, yeah, 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 yeah. Just because it helps with this thought loop, and you, people will know enough about my history to know that I have had an incredibly challenging existence. My existence has been threatened in so many ways, and I have had so many times where I didn't know if I was going to survive. Mm. So for me, finding meaning and finding purpose in my death allows me to have this perspective because I can see there being meaning in poverty, meaning in illness, meaning in disease, meaning in the crazy stuff that happens in the world, even meaning at this moment. I think it would be, it would be not great to have this conversation without tipping a hat to the chaos that's happening in the world and the divisiveness that's happening in the world at the moment around to orient people if you're listening to this decades in the future you know we're in the middle still in the middle of the coronavirus pandemic which has been going on forever and ever and ever and seems to be creating more and more factions of belief systems and all that kind of stuff um and it's very easy to see this, and particularly the the overreach of government and all of those kinds of things that are starting to happen, and start getting into the perspective of, oh my God, what has happened to the universe? Where is God? It's like, oh no, 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 he's still here. And I want to trust even more in this moment that there is intelligence behind the design. Because it's easy to trust the intelligence of the design when you're looking at the sunrise and the sunset. Oh and the yeah, I was going to say, the good things, it's easy to see it. And then... In the darker moments, it's like if you can have the ability to see the need for it, because there is a there's a need for the darkness. Beautifully said. As well. Yeah, and it's like coming back to what we were saying about vocation and that grit within the pearl it's common for people to go, oh, wouldn't it be lovely? I mean, you joked about it. The work never ends. And it's like, who would we be if the work did end? Where, What would be the actual point? Because we all fantasise about sitting on an island in Barbados. But, like, a week in and you're pretty bored. It's like, mm. there's only so many Mai Tais you can drink. I mean, <laughs> I'm happy to challenge anyone as to how many that actually is. But, you know, it's it's, it's this kind of sense that, yes... And we do this, and and I'm a very strange person to be around. Wow. (laughs) Thank you, finally. (laughs) (laughs) And you've had to, like, get on board with the way I work, which Mm. is relentless. And not just work output, but inner work. Sure. It's constant. And you know, every day you show up and it's like, Brace is going to go through the Victoria's Perception Field mission of like, she's going to know if I'm bringing anything. And it's, it's true. And because I'm so in this world that there's nothing off the table for me. No, no darkness that can't be discussed. No shadows that can't be explored. Mm. No demons that can't be exercised. Um, and I love that because it, ena- it enables me to see purpose in the shit as well as in, do you know what, I'm living my soul's purpose and Unveil is going to be this company that does this, that and the other and has this great overarching purpose. It's like, yeah, and Unveil could go to shit tomorrow. But like, that would be the right thing, thing that, that happened. And that's, it's such a relaxing place to be. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. Mm-hmm. I still get into my tension map because I am a human being. Right. But my purpose mm-hmm. is just to keep on keeping on. Because whatever happens whether I perceive it as good, bad, or indifferent, is the right thing. Yeah. Well, and then I'm sure we have some listeners that are like, this is complete horseshit. Yes. I, was gonna, I was, wasn't going to cuss, and I was like, okay, we're already we're, cussing we're today. We're way down the track so of cussing. <laughs> that is complete horseshit. I mean, and I'm sure that there are terrible things, and I'm, I, don't, I don't think that we're saying, you know, Things, terrible, horrible things that happen are not terrible and horrible because they are. Mm. And I'm not saying it should be okay because this is just the way that it is. Mm. 
and and I and I genuinely don't say any of this lightly because I have been in the, at the point where the thing that I had to accept was my my own death mm. and to be able to find the beauty and the meaning in that mm-hmm. it's it's something that you can't you can't explain it to people do you have to find the beauty and the meaning in it though I did I absolutely did. Do you think it's necessary? It depends where you want to end up, I right. think. So for me... Okay, huge. Well, this trust that I have yeah. comes from that moment. Wow, yeah. And it was a very specific moment. I still remember where I was, how much I weighed, what the feelings were in my head. Mm. I still got the letter that I wrote somewhere to my family members where I explained it badly. Mm-hmm. Because when you're saying to people, I can accept if I die, they think you've got a death wish. And that's not at all what was happening. I was just so unwell. That for me, the way I framed it in my head is, if my consciousness is not designed to exist and continue to exist in this physiological being, I will die and that will be okay. Because whatever it is I was here to achieve has been achieved. Mm. And you know, the next incarnation of my fragments of consciousness in different elements will come back. Got it. And I'm, that's not me having a past life comment or anything like that, because I'm not 100% sure I believe in that kind of stuff. But I do believe in this recyclement of fragments of consciousness where we keep coming back in and gradually we're sort of tumbleweeding consciousness mm-hmm. towards something. Do yeah. I have any idea what? No. But do you... So when I look at... And I, obviously I've dealt with illness a lot in my life in terms of my clients. And I do know that we fight death from an instinctive human perspective. Yes. And so when we're saying it's terrible, it's bad, suffering is awful, that's absolutely true. And yet that whole act of fighting death, it's part of it, but it's actually a denial of the intentionality behind anybody's incarnation if we are fighting that death. It's a difficult one to get your head around. It is a paradox. I'm not saying if anyone was diagnosed with cancer tomorrow, you shouldn't fight it. You should just accept your death and be done with it. That's that's like praying to Jupiter that benevolence will happen and doing no bloody work. Like, no, people, like, play the game, trust the outcome. Have goals, hold them lightly. Because you can't fake it. You can't, like, go, oh, I'm just going to give up because you just give up. But, and, I, and I never gave up. Mm-hmm. But I trusted that mm-hmm. if all of my efforts were for naught, that was as it was meant to be. Got it. This is why we should never have started this conversation, Bryce, because we've just gone to somewhere like super fucking deep. Yeah, well, and, and my brain is going to, you know, people that suffer enormous tragedy in their life, the loss of a child. You know, some mm-hmm. people have lost their entire immediate family mm-hmm. from a tragic car wreck. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like finding meaning. And well, that is going to be extremely difficult for someone. <sighs> And yes, and we alluded to this yesterday, yeah. or last podcast, whenever uh-huh. you're listening to this, and illness and death of a child is one of the hardest things to right. even contemplate dealing with. Yeah. But, and this isn't to say that it isn't absolutely impossible for your nervous system to adapt to the loss of a child, and yet that impossibility is part of your journey in this life. I genuinely believe that. That whole you being someone as a parent of a child, say, that's that's passed on, you your nervous system battling to adapt and adjust to that loss is part of your journey and your mission in this life. And that's part of your grit. And for me, the only way I get through this within my kind of conscious knowledge is to know that the soul of the child also fulfilled their purpose. Mm. And it's tragic that every incarnating being doesn't get to their deathbed at 99 and you know has the full and richness of life but every tragedy contains within it lessons and the harder the lesson the more impossible it is to trust and i know this wow and i was nearly the child that was lost yeah the harder the lesson the more impossible it is to trust Mm. that's a big one i think Mm. And it, but it doesn't mean that we should all stop trusting and stop believing in God. Right. I, 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 literally, I was nearly the child that was no longer here. <laughs> Multiple times. And I'm writing my memoir at the moment and actually doing a final draft on it. And I, I forget way too easily how long I was literally on that precipice between life and death. It mm. was years of my life. And my mum 
who did all of that journey with me, mm. I definitely went through those times where I was guilty for feeling like I'd put her in a more impossible situation than me. I actually had like more agency, more, you know, fire, and it was my determination to get up the next day and try again. She was just helplessly watching her child who went from super successful vice captain of school, like jazz hands doing all the things, to nearly dying within a year. And it's, her journey is that. Her nervous system grappling with that the only way I can accept that is if I step even further into trust of the meantness and the purpose of everything. Mm. Beautifully said. Thank you. Beautifully said. And what I am, what I'm experiencing right now is horrible things. Yes, pain is real. It shouldn't go away because it was just meant to be kind of thing. I think, yeah. I think that saying it was just meant to be and then moving on is definitely a bypassing of because you need to experience everything that you are experiencing and everything that you are experiencing is extremely valid, whether that be anger, grief, um, you know, resentment. <laughs> Throw out a word and yeah. you get to experience mm. that. Um but I think what we're saying is that it's not for not. Mm. It's not for not. And everybody has their own unique experience of life. Mm. And I can't necessarily speak for those people or on those topics, mm. but... I, I'm I'm with you in the in the fact that those moments throughout our lives are ooh, this might piss a lot of people off, necessary mm. to uh, not necessary to fulfill meaning and purpose, mm-hmm. but they are used mm. to develop your unique meaning and purpose. Mm. Uh, I think I mentioned this yesterday. One of the things that I, you know, think about God is that, you know, I've heard people say, why does God allow these horrible things to happen? It's like, well, it's not necessarily he's allowing horrible things to happen. Does he have the power to stop it then? I mean, if we're talking about God, I'm sure that he would have the power. And then the argument comes back. Well, then he is choosing to you know, allow that to happen. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I think it goes deeper than that. Mm-hmm. And he takes what life gives us because God has rules that he established in the beginning of existence, according to my beliefs, is the way that I believe. Mm-hmm. And other, you know, religious people may be like, brace your full of shit. But I believe that in the beginning, God created very specific set of rules and even God cannot break those rules because they are necessary for what is to come Mm -hmm. what is to come I I have no idea I don't try to to profess that I know what that is Mm -hmm. but the way I experience is God is that things happen in our life and then he uses those things whether we define them as good or bad Mm he uses them for something greater Mm. and Mm -hmm. in that there is meaning Mm -hmm. which and then that meaning influences Mm. what the purpose uh, becomes for you Mm -hmm. yeah and it's super I mean (laughs) well and I just want to I kind of think I want to I was going to say close this out if there's more to say be feel free Mm. to say but I want to close this out by saying I am in a very privileged position that I survived and yeah. I get to do this as my job. Yeah. So people might say, oh, well, of course your suffering had purpose because look at what you now get to do. And any one of the thousands of clients I've helped in my decade of working, has I, many of them have said that to me. Many of them said, oh, well, of course there was a purpose because you get to do this now. I want to be super clear that had I been supposed to die in 20... I don't know, uh, 2008, 
when I was going through all of my accepting death moments, that would have been my purpose too. And the impact on the people around me, the loss of a child on my mum and my father and all of the things would have been the purpose. Right, because it's at the end of the, the existence, it's not about you. Hmm. It's about you being a thread in this great tapestry that is life, that is existence. Yeah. And, and so I guess does that con- make sense? It totally does. That's okay. beautifully said. And I think the context of that allows us to answer the original question, what is purpose and how to find it? Mm. What is purpose? What's greater than you? So how to find it? Probably stop trying. Yes. And just start living and start breathing within this tapestry of life as if you are just a heartbeat within the greater whole and pull from your life right stop well not i mean i can't tell you to stop doing this thing because i don't know what your thing is but stop running around trying to find the purpose try to find it like look within your life it's already there guys it's already already doing it it. it's already there and Mm. it gets to continue to grow because the more that you see the more aware you become, mm. the more you get to enjoy that ride. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> that's, <laughs> I, I feel like I get up to a point on my thought process and then I s- stall out, but they, it seems to be landing. So I love no, that. No, it's great. And the, the phrases that you've come up with today about um, being a thread in the tapestry of life and the whole kind of, um, I loved your getting something out of the trash and uncrumpling it and filling in the bits. It, the way you feel, the way you speak, the way you present, you're a very sensation-driven person. So I've got all the words and the language and the fancy stuff, but what you are bringing today is your very innate sense of the the depth and the magnitude of what purpose is, but also the the lightness with which we have to hold it and how to not be obsessed with find, 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 but just live and purpose will be revealed Revealed. through you. Yes. Purpose will be revealed through you. I love that. (laughs) And, and a lot of, you know, I have to be forthright. A lot of the, the imagery that I come up with are, I pull from my past from things that I've learned that have Mm. been beautiful like the the trash thing Mm -hmm. was like from a song but it had to do with nostalgia and Mm. the thread was from a a movie that I saw when I was a kid that Mm -hmm. just made just really clicked for me Mm. so and that, I love to and pull I, those And I just want to in. point on that because if you're at the end of this podcast thinking, oh my God, I am even more confused than I was before I started. <laughs> I thought I was going to listen to this and I'm going to give you the step-by-step instruction manual to discovering and finding and living from your purpose. purpose. Well, we're sorry. And <laughs> what Brace has just tapped into is a way that some people work. It's not how I work, but that's not to say it's not great in terms of its capacity. If you have stories or films or myths or children's books or anything Mm. that have spoken to you deeply throughout your life just remember them just notice them because it is those things that stood out to you particularly as a child when you were vulnerable and impressionable but also what is the you're you're on netflix what kind of thing do you go and watch what what is your zone out thing or Mm. you're in the library and what section are you drawn towards in the fiction section not in the the self-help and all that kind of non-fiction what are you drawn to because within your magnetizing field is the keys and the locks and the whole tapestry to use your word again Mm. of how to find your sense of center which is the 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 core point of finding your purpose because you have to be in your center to be finding your purpose so you know what what was your favorite children's movie what was your favorite children's book what was your favorite story fairy tale Mm. um and sometimes people can access this and sometimes people can't. And if you can't, don't worry about it. It took me a long time to work out the themes in my favorite um, books and, and myths. But tapping into the things that have really stood out to you can really help you to access your inner story and help you decrease the noise on the outer yeah. story. That inner story, that's going to be the big one. Figure out what that inner story is. Mm-hmm. And the rest will be revealed. It will be unveiled. <laughs> what wow. did I just oh do? <laughs> Put a bow on it. 
I apologize for the corniness and the cheese that put, uh, No way, we're gonna we're gonna ride this wave all the way in. Put a bow on that. Merry Christmas to you. Okay, guys, I apologize. We've probably now got to pay royalties, you <laughs> idiot. <laughs> I, that was my own tune. I made it up. Merry Christmas. Nobody owns that. <laughs> well, I say that, but somebody, somebody probably will. does. Yeah, yes. So we apologize for whoever, but we're not paying you any cash at all. <laughs> <laughs> we will get pulled down off YouTube, though. Well done, Bryce. <laughs> ah, awesome. So, Yes. We hope that this like crazy conversation one gives you a window into us and who we are and how we work at Unveil because this is what we this is literally <laughs> like a, a Unveil HQ conversation. This is a standard Tuesday for us. This is not like some kind of we've had a lot of I don't know <laughs> cannabis and we're starting to have weird metaphysical <laughs> like this is genu- genuinely our sober sober Tuesday. <laughs> so yeah, if that's opened a doorway in your brain amazing if you have questions if you're like uh sorry back up and talk to me again about this one thing great send us an email podcast at unveiledenterprises.com follow us subscribe share like do all the things you're supposed to do with podcasts that we keep forgetting to ask you to do because we believe that we have um the ability to help a lot of people um and maybe this conversation touched you and if it did and you're you've got somebody in your life who's trying to struggle to find their purpose at this moment in time just forward it along let them have a listen to two crazy people Waffling on about consciousness and the meaning of life. Yes. I love it. I love it. Awesome. And it's so fun because I know there's so much more on this to really dig into and discuss and talk about. But for another time. Mm -hmm. Yes. But for now, my name is Brace Harris. And my name is Victoria Fenton. we are... Unveil. I'm going to leave this in the podcast and put it in the outtakes because you're so keen to hear your own voice. You can't my name again. Oh, I just interrupted her again. It's like, fuck your name, Victoria. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye.